Hey there, sunshine. It's Melinda from Hoping There Was None. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you. I appreciate that. And I just want to give you a little disclaimer here that I am not a counselor or a therapist. I'm not an attorney. I'm just someone that's been there. I'm a childhood abuse as well as a domestic violence survivor. I freed myself in 2009, and now I share my healing journey, my story, and the story of others in order to inspire, empower, and educate. My intention is to break open the darkness and to let there be light. So I hope you find some value in this. Please stay safe. God bless. And here's today's episode. Hey there, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. And today is Soulful Sunday. I wanted to come on and talk about, of course, all things related to self-love and self-care. And let's dive into this today. So when you find yourself leaving that violent, abusive situation that you were in, I want to let you know that that is so brave of you to do. It takes a lot of courage to do so. And it's also a very empowering journey going forward. When you leave out of that relationship, it can be kind of difficult in order to find out, well, who am I? Uh, Maybe I could just pick back up where I left off. Maybe you don't remember. It could be that you've had some sort of toxic relationship throughout your whole upbringing, okay? Maybe you are a 50-year-old woman and you just left your abuser, but you were in a relationship that was toxic with growing up, your family, and so on. So these things happen. I've talked to many women and some men that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even somebody in their 70s that has started over, but you kind of figure that you don't remember who you are. I don't remember what I am. I know I just have this passion about being a mom or I have this passion of being with somebody. I need to have somebody. And I want to tell you, you do not. You do not need somebody in order to complete you, to fulfill you, to build up your sense of self. You don't need another person to do that. You just need to connect with you and reconnect who you are. If you've had a relationship as a child and you've never been able to figure out who you are because you're always in this, this, you're in this place where you're just trying to survive. So you sometimes don't have ways to develop exactly what you need. You might find out that your passions and your values and needs are reflective of the situation that you were in, the the relationship with the family or a relationship with your intimate partner, you might find that everything that you've built up is actually somebody else's values. There's somebody else's ideas. And so rebuilding you, rebuilding that sense of self for you is so important. And maybe it's not rediscovering. Maybe you're just starting to uncover who you are. And you might think that this is stupid. I think this is dumb. What do you mean by this? I'm just going to pick up where I left off. So perhaps you had this craft business and so on. And I'm using that craft business because I'm modeling this after myself. I loved crafts. Anything glittery. I still do. But I recognize, and this is just recently, okay? I recognize that 
I don't really like doing crafts. It was just something that I can do at the time to distract me. I was living in that situation with my with my now ex where I needed something to kind of cling to, like a, like a life preserver. I needed something to distract me from the craziness that was going on in our lives at that time, in my life at that time. So what fulfilled me was crafting. It was a way to escape. It was something that I can concentrate on and, and kind of grow and nourish. And it was a way to escape. It was a big way to escape for me. But recognizing it again, just recently, that that's not really anything I like to do. I've got crafts upstairs that I haven't touched since we moved here. So I am going to be downsizing those. But recognizing what was that life preserver for me, recognizing what was something that I used in that relationship as a coping mechanism, whether negative or positive, was very big recognizing that I don't need those things anymore was also something that was huge. Okay. So I just, maybe you are going to discover this in the future. You don't recognize it now, but that's okay. That's why we're on this healing journey. And on this journey, you are going to make big discoveries. I am not the person that I was almost 15 years ago. And this is a shameless plug. Next month on February 25th, it'll be my 15-year survival anniversary, And so I will be on sharing bits of my story. I will be sharing that and more. But let's dive back into this. So what you, do you need to do when you're on this discovery of yourself again, okay? I want you to think about safety. Safety, if you haven't left yet, you know, I'm all about doing self-care and self-love, but if you haven't left that person yet, it can be a little difficult because maybe they're not that supportive of this. They're not supportive of you learning. They're not supportive of you doing any type of self-care. Maybe you decided to start wearing lipstick or go out with mascara. Perhaps you decided, you know what, I really want to get fit. And they are discouraging with that. Why do you need to do that? Or maybe they're encouraging you to eat more. No, let's go on and have that snack. Let's go on and have that, that fatty cheesecake, steak, big dripping potato. You know, you know what I mean? They're just encouraging you to eat poorly where you know you want to start getting some more fruits and vegetables. You want to start moving that body more. So think of safety first. If you are in that type of relationship, do you need to reach out to law enforcement? Do you need to reach out to a shelter, a hotline, somewhere or somebody that can help you make a safety plan. That is one way to start those baby steps, one into leaving, but also to starting to rediscover you. When you start flipping, when that's, that switch happens, when you recognize one, you can't stay in the situation that you're at, that it's toxic, that it's not good, that it's not healthy, that it's just not right. It is mind blowing. Because then these little things you start to see with that person and you start recognizing, oh, well, that's not right. And you, there's this little flicker that might have dimmed down a little bit, but it's going to start just being a lot brighter. And as that flame grows, you might get bolder. You might get a little more, just a little more brazen in how you talk with that person. So please, safety first, create that safety plan, reach out to somebody that you find is safe for you that is supported of supportive of you which brings me to the next one finding some sort of professional support and i'm talking 
a therapist or counselor. There's no shame in this. I want you to know. So if even if you have to visit your doctor for medication for depression or anxiety, there's no shame, okay? Your journey is going to look different than your neighbors, than your best friend, than your sister or your sister's friend of a friend of a friend. So it's going to look different for everybody. Even this re finding yourself, this rediscovery, it's all going to look different. But I do encourage you to please reach out to professional, reach out to somebody if you need to talk. There's even support groups out there. If you need to find one that's online, on virtual, again, we have the Survivors Cafe, please reach out. We are not professionals. I am not. I am just an advocate. I'm somebody that's been there. I understand. I understand. But sometimes it's nice to be able to talk to somebody like a peer that's been there, that understands, that gets it. So you're not so lonely. That would be like to create that support system for you. Just to have that network of family and friends is so vital and important. So seeking out, again, somebody that you trust, somebody that understands, okay? Because you do need that emotional support. It really helps. And take some moments just to do some reflecting. Just self-reflect on what is important to you. What are your values? Again, not that toxic person. What are yours? What do you firmly believe in there? What is something that you enjoy? Are there any hobbies that you can reconnect with? Or do you have any interests? Are there new activities that you can now start doing? Again, here I loved doing crafts for so long, and I'll still do them. I don't mean them like that. I will still do them, but again, I don't feel that connect that connection that I used to have with them, and that's okay. So if you were painting furniture for so long, maybe you had a furniture painting business as an example, and now you just can't do it. That's okay. That's okay. So Begin maybe educating yourself on something that you can learn about. Again, that new hobbies, those new interests, activities, something of that nature. And speaking of educating yourself, take baby steps into learning about abuse, into trauma, and so on. Your mental health, your mental and emotional well-being. How did you get here? And again, I want you to practice some self-compassion, not only with this, but going forward. You have to give yourself the gift of grace and time to heal. So don't be like me and expect, okay, I left this guy and now I'm going to be in another month. I'm going to be climbing mountains. And yes, I did. And not not literally, but I did. I did climb mountains, huge mountains of growth and healing. The journey was hard. There was a lot of a lot of an emotional roller coaster that I went on, kicking and screaming, a lot of not so pleasant words. But please give yourself that grace. If you need to cry, go cry. If you need to scream, go find somewhere and scream. What helped me was to go in my car in the morning before or maybe later in the evening when I was by myself and I would pull over to the side of the road and scream. I would cry. I would just shout. No one was around. And even if they were, I don't care. I needed to get it out. And that helped. I needed to like ugly cry, you know, boogers coming down and just the tears because you feel alone. You feel very out of control especially when you're going with legal land, this might 
be a crazy ride where it's like, why aren't they believing me? You might be at a point of, especially if you had kids with this person, toxic person, where they seem to be the love child of the courtroom. Why is no one believing you? You are looking like the crazy person. And so I get that. I get that. So please give yourself grace. Give yourself that time to heal. Set some boundaries. If you haven't had boundaries before, this is a fabulous time to start learning what those are. And you need to be clear and to have healthy boundaries. Communicating your needs and those limits that you have with some assertion can go a long way. And this is in all areas of your life. This is looking at your personal relationships, whether that's family or friends, workplace, your uh, personal space at home, maybe with your kids and so on. Or even if you're still in a toxic relationship, you can start those baby steps if you feel safe, if you feel safe enough to do so, to start saying, hey, I don't like this. Hey, that doesn't feel good. I'm really not looking to do this anymore. I want to do this. Or, hey, I don't want you to put your hands on me. Or, no means no. I'm not going to have sex with you right now. We just fought. Why do you think I want to have sex with you right now? What, whatever that looks like for you, but do it in a safe way. And you might even need to have your own personal boundaries. And what I mean by that is sometimes we don't hold our own selves accountable for different things. Perhaps you want to go ahead and give yourself a healthy lifestyle, but you're doing that negative self-talk. So what are you going to do when that negative word comes into your mind or that negative voice comes into your mind? I want you to hold yourself accountable whether, rather rather than back down and say, yeah, that, that person in the mirror is right. I'm useless. I'm hopeless. No, I want you to flip the switch. I am brave. I'm courageous. I am, I made the bed today. I went ahead. I showered today. I am looking radiant. This top looks great on me. Whatever that looks like to you, please flip that switch. Really, even on yourself. Okay. Hold yourself accountable for going out to that gym because getting yourself into physically and just fit that way. Mental wellness as well goes so far. It really will help you in the long run with that energy, with your self-confidence and your self-esteem. So I'm going to encourage you to please give yourself that grace, that self-compassion to yourself. Be kind and gentle. Remember, again, this is a gradual process. This isn't a race. We're not racing. So you will need to have a lot of mental and emotional strength as you go through this legal process, too. If you're just starting to get into that, you're going to need that. So give yourself a nap if you need it. Give yourself some sleep. Give yourself to eat some good, nutritious food if you need to do so. And this is coming from me who has, and I do struggle with emotional eating. I've mentioned that before, and I still do. So these are things that I'm still working on myself. I know I need to hold myself accountable as well. When you have, when you just jump out of this relationship, it's like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. You have, you now have the independence. You can now have that freedom to embrace choices that you want to make, things that you want to do. You can go ahead and take control of your life. Again, you might feel that it's like you have no control over anything because of the legal, the attorneys, the law enforcement, the courts, the magistrate, or the judge. You might feel out of control that way. Okay, we can't 
control that stuff, but what can we do? We can lead, have that paper trail. We can make sure that we're taking notes when we're in court. We can answer maybe yes and no. We could get whatever we need, police reports and so on, from the detectives or police department. So we are coming with everything we need to in order to go forward with that court case or whatever it is. So do whatever you have to, whatever by whatever means, whether it's calling people scheduling things. Do what you can within your control. You can go ahead and take control of your physical and mental well-being. You can go for that walk early in the morning. You can go ahead and maybe start those baby steps to exercise or to eat well. Maybe you just start by one salad a day. Maybe you stop using coffee or too much sugar in your coffee or sodas. Just small steps. Those are things that you can focus on and control. Okay, and journal. I want you to journal everything that you can. One, it's a paper trail. Two, it could be a book for you someday. You never know. This could also serve as a, a letter to your old self. This can serve as information for somebody that was small. Perhaps it's your child or family member, somebody that didn't know what you were going through, or maybe they just don't understand. Well, then they got this journal that if you wanted to give that to them to read, that they can. Planning for the future is so important as well. So when we're talking about this as future, there's journaling that someone might read. It's nice to start, to begin to start setting goals for yourself for this future. Okay, whether they're related to um, getting a raise at work and your career, it could be that you need to have more education in order to get to the next place that you want to be at uh, for a um, counseling or you want to get your doctorate, you want to have a better personal development skills, whatever that looks like for you. You do have that strength. You have it within you, that resilience to reclaim you. You can build that life free of abuse. And I got to tell you, I'm on this side of the fence. It's beautiful. It is. Honestly, yeah, I'm going to brag a little bit. It's beautiful. I am so happy. You probably heard that phrase that, you know, I prayed for the life that I have now. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it terribly, but that's the prayers that I said back then are for what I have now. And I got to tell you, it's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. And I could have actually never dreamed the life that I had right now, even though I tried my best to envision it. You know, it's like, man, God has got this. He has got, he's got he does. He has it. That this is where I am. This is where I'm. I'm meant to be free. Where I'm meant to be able to realize and recognize what my value is, who I am, and uh, where I can dream for where I want to go in the future. It's just remarkable. It's been a wonderful journey in order to find myself. And I gotta tell you, you are gonna just, if you look at it with fun. I know that sounds funny, but start to look at it as fun because this is new. You're going to discover parts and yeah, some of it's going to be messy. You're going to discover parts of yourself that you didn't even recognize. I just told Mr. Awesome that I never even thought about it. Um, well, I did that. I like food that's barbecued with charcoal. 
We had been doing propane for the longest time. And this year I said, yeah, I like charcoal. So establishing those boundaries for me has been a long process. It's not going to happen overnight. I've been able to just now over the past two years to one, rediscover different things, to be able to feel confident enough to tell him that, hey, I do like this. I like barbecue food with charcoal. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I like um, my, I like scrambled eggs. I like to have my feet rubbed this way. I like, I enjoy, I enjoy the heck out of Epsom salt baths, bubble baths. I like that stuff. And these are things that I've been able to rediscover or to just uncover. Like, I like this. I like this. I told him today, I want more color in the kitchen. And that's not something that I needed to rediscover, but I recognize, you know what? I lived in the dark for so long with my ex that I love to have my curtains open. I love to have my blinds open. I love to be, I love to let the light in. For so long, I was living in darkness, both figuratively and also in reality. My ex would leave everything closed. You know, a friend of mine, a new friend of mine, just reminded me of that, how we always had everything shut up. And I think that it was because he didn't want to, everyone to see what he was doing. I don't think he wanted the neighbors to see, and I know they heard, but I don't think he wanted his, his abuse to come to light. And there's also that spiritual element that I've talked about before where he likes the darkness. Well, I'm rambling on a little bit longer. And with this, I'd also like to add on that we do have, I do have, throughout the month of February, I am doing the self-love challenge. You can find me on Facebook. I will be doing the podcast every day, whether it's a short minute or two. Don't snicker. I know. Whether it's just a, a cute, short little podcast or a video. I like to do the reels on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And I like to do the reels that are less than a minute. So you can just get a bite size little nibble of what I have to say, whatever that topic is. But it's also um, another way just to get you back here to the podcast so you can hear more of an in-depth dive into whatever I'm talking about. I am going to have some wonderful guests coming on. I've got to get them scheduled. Life is a little crazy right now with me, um, with the family, getting things scheduled. So everything's a little up in the air and a little hairy about um, when I have time to get people to get people scheduled honestly it's it's a little crazy right now uh there has been some other changes as well but again please join me for the month of february february 25th throughout the february 1st to the 29th again we're in a leap year i'll be coming on post podcasts reels about self-love self-care i will also be coming on February 25th, I will be, you know, hold on, let me look that up. I actually did that as a, um, as an event on Facebook. You can find me on Hope When There Was None on my page there. I actually have that as a, oh, no, I can't find it, as an event. There we go. At 2 o'clock, it's on, it's on Hope When There Was None. 
So that will be on my page there, but I will go ahead and download that. You'll find it on my private page, Melinda Kunst. You'll find that on Instagram. I'll try not to make it too long, but you know, like this, I said I wasn't going to make it long, um, but I will have that my story of survival. It's about my, my healing, what I've done for healing. It's, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Uh, so what did I notice early on? Um, is there anything I would have done differently and a lot more? So again, tune into that in May on the 31st, June 1st, 2nd, and possibly the second and third, I will be doing our fourth annual woman's retreat. It's letting go. I'll have the beautiful Charmaine Moore, who is with, uh, she's on Instagram, by the way. She is going to be joining me. She is, I, I can't gush about her enough. I think I've gushed on her and loved on her just and not, you know, not in a weird way, but just, um, she's just an amazing lady. She really is. She's with the face of hope and beauty. You can find her on Instagram. If you're looking for a dose of positivity, please, I encourage you to please check her out. She just had her eight-year lifestyling coaching business turn eight. Eight years. She is amazing. So please, I encourage you to, um, you know, visit her page on Instagram, the face of hope and beauty. She's just marvelous. If you need that, she does do a babe cave. <laughs> I know it sounds funny. I've been, I've had that experience. It's a salt cave in St. John and it's, it was really good. It was really good. And she has little nibbles. She's got meditation. Oh, I need to do another one of those with her, <laughs> but please, I encourage you to, to check her out as well. They, um, may reel it back here. So I am also, again, looking for sponsors or partnerships. If you know somebody that would like to donate, perhaps something that they specialize in, whether it's a coaching session for a member, I'm going to do drawings. If you are a jewelry maker, maybe you'd like to donate a necklace or a bracelet or something. Or if you are um, Mary Kay, Avon or somebody, and you have something samples or something you want to donate or hand creams, anything. If you are somebody that feels in your heart that you'd like to donate funds towards a meal for the ladies that are coming, or maybe you want to gift a hotel room because not everybody is going to want to camp out and they don't want to all camp out at my place. I'm working on I'm looking for a yurt or some sort of small building that I could utilize for this event that's easy to take down, but it also would serve as um, I, I would be able to get like beds in there for people that would like to stay, but they don't want to rough it in a cabin. Um, this would also serve as a uh, like a community building for me to have because from time to time I do counsel Again, I'm not a counselor or therapist, but I, I do, let's say, coach different um, survivors and so on, whether they need to do some sort of healing, healing, whether they need to do um, anything else that I have in my bag of tricks in order to help, to help with that self-care and self-love. I'm looking for this. If you know somebody that has a small building, a small yurt, and I keep using yurt because it just keeps on my heart to, to have something small where I can have eight to 
8 to 20 people and 8 to 15. I would love that. So if you know somebody that's getting rid of one that would donate it or let me borrow it just for that weekend, please, really, um, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Anything on your heart that you'd like to donate, I am on Amazon as well. There is a Hope When There Was None uh, list as well. If you're interested in that link, message me privately. I can send it. I do have a link tree as well. It's linktree slash Melinda Kunst. You can find a lot of those links there. In addition to that, if you have any um, any other questions, any concerns, anything you'd like to bring up, maybe you want to tell your story. I'm happy to tell your story for you, or you can come on as a guest. By all means, message me. Maybe you have questions about how do you start advocacy Perhaps you'd like to start your own coffee chat. That is coming up also. Northwest Indiana or Southwest Burbs of Illinois, if you are interested in that, that will be the next one, or the first one for this year, is going to be on February 10th at a coffee shop, a local coffee shop throughout Northwest Indiana from 11 until 1. It's Valentine's Day. We always exchange Valentines. I never know how many people are coming, so I just say, hey, bring one. But um, so you can exchange it with another person. I usually bring a couple just in case. Um, but yes, do you're welcome to come. You can bring a friend, females only. I appreciate that. If it's you, just stick with free females, um, other women. Please don't tell anybody where we're where we're going. I just try to keep this as safe as possible. Um, if you have any more questions about the coffee, about the, any of the other events that I've mentioned, please. Don't hesitate, again, to reach out to me privately. My telephone number, 219-819-0608, 219-819-0608. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Stay safe, and God bless. Bye. Talk to you Tuesday.